Bikes Car Radio starts now. I'm here with my doobie brothers, except we're smoking cigar doobies. <laughs> we got Zuckerman and Lieberswein. Yo, boink. This song is called Another Park, Another uh, Sunrise. Another Park, Another Sunday, sorry. Fabulous little driving song. And you may have noticed we had a new announcement. Yes. What did you think, guys? That's our new announcer. What a voice. Eddie Sweeney. From Japan. Doesn't sound Japanese. He maybe. I don't know much about him. He reached out. He listens to the show. He said, I think I could do your voiceover, opening voiceover better. I said, I bet you can. <laughs> That's the VO from Podcast One Days. And I said, go ahead. Give it a shot. I, I need it to be short. I think that thing's way too long. That was back when we had to say, oh, yeah, Spike Furs, uh, comedian, car guy, blah, 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 blah. and coffee. Nobody has time for it anymore. That's I right. S- I said, just, I just want Spike's car radio starts now. Mr. So, Sweeney. Eddie Sweeney did it. And I said, boy, your voice is great. He, and, and, and this is all DM on Instagram. He said, well, I'm the voice of uh, Audi and the voice of Mitsubishi out there, wow. as well as TikTok Japan. I do voiceovers for them. And it's his hobby. And he's great. And he put the Night Rider music under it. I mean, if you're doing TikTok Japan, it's not a, really a hobby. It's not anymore. really a hobby. Yeah, he might, you know, a, you're a pro. Well, you get, you, you know, you get paid. Yeah. This is a professional podcast. None of us are doing it as our regular job. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, and he's got a little outro, and he's got little jokes that I that I wrote for him to put in the outro. I'm going to have him do because uh, I because I like it so much. I'm going to have him do all this stuff, uh, 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 specific uh, intros for us. Featuring Zuckerman. Give me the money. No. Johnny Lieberman. I don't know why I do this show. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Rufus the dog. <laughs> he just ate a paper towel. Richard the pooper. He's eating a plant. Richard the pooper. There's hey, jelly on the carpet. <laughs> and uh, Richard. And I'm excited. The show just grew by, by one guy. <laughs> what could go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. <clears throat> Having a voice voiceover guy is very useful. Oh, You'll I see. agree. I agree. You can just we'll be able to do a lot of stuff. It's this is bigger than the sound buttons that I have here. <laughs> when I had when I got that, the applause. I was very excited. And then then the next day I said, Hey, look, I got a new one. It's a laugh. <clears throat> and then the next day everybody complained. But <laughs> one wise listener did say they'll get bored with that and stop. And he and they were right. Oh, yeah. said that. But not the announcer. <laughs> I mean, you know, keep, we can keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Yeah, we'll keep, keep it, it fresh. rolling. Anyway, terrific show for you. We're excited. Um, where did I start last time? We were talking back about- Beckham, Beckham. Oh, no, there was something before that, I thought. The Sweeney, the announcer. We went right into Beckham. Wasn't there something from last week that we were talking about that I wanted to catch you up on? I guess yeah, not. don't talk over the ad. <clears throat> Don't talk over the yet. No, don't yeah. say anything. Don't bad. make derogatory comments about the people <laughs> the who are paying, us. Oh, who right, love us. Right, right, right. right yes. Right, right. Uh, no, yeah. David Beckham. <laughs> this uh, documentary on Netflix. I just want you guys to check it out. 
you guys listening, you probably have. If you haven't, check out the first 30 minutes of this. You might not even have to watch anymore. But what a story. The story of this kid who's, you know, working class British kid, obsessed with soccer. Dad's obsessed with soccer. If you're a dad with a kid who plays sports, you can totally relate to this. This kid, all he wants to do, the parents don't make money, is play soccer. Every gift, every birthday, every Christmas, it's soccer, soccer, soccer. He turns out to be a great player and gets signed by, uh, is it Manchester United? I don't even know anything. I think it's Manchester United. They suck, but they have this new coach. The story is incredible. He's 17. He jumps onto the pitch, onto the field, and scores his first outing as a professional soccer player with that face. And then he also does this shot, I guess, from, uh, from half field that no one has ever pulled off in a game. I guess Pele tried to kick from the halfway, like the half court, and get it in. And if you do it and miss, it's apparently the most embarrassing thing you can do in tennis. I mean, in uh, <laughs> soccer. And in tennis. And in tennis. Yeah, you're kicking in tennis. You're in big trouble. And he makes it. And he is an instant sensation in a sport that doesn't want instant sensations. Right. They want a guy to marry a local girl, drive a sensible car, and then go live a quiet life. And he's a star, right? So he, <clears throat> what, why I'm bringing this up is very quickly, he starts making a little bit of money and he spends it. He gets it Friday. He spends it Saturday on cars. The nice. first one being, I, I think it was a purple. I'm not sure, or, or a lighter blue. I didn't know the color. Aubergine. 993. It looked like a C2S. Might have been a turbo. I was eating lunch. <laughs> After he gets a car the next week, he takes all his money. All of it, Zuckerman. Buys a watch. Smart man. <laughs> because I just want cars and watches. Yeah. And in England, it's kind of like that 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 HBO show Winning Time when when basketball was kind of normal and then playground ball started and showmanship started with the Lakers. The same thing goes on with him. He starts driving these cars and wearing these watches to the game. And everybody's like, they have to up their game right. and their car game. But he's one of our tribe. And uh, speaking of tribe, yes. he does proclaim himself to be part Jewish or half Jewish. And that makes no sense given his looks and athleticism. That makes <laughs> zero sense. Z- absolutely zero sense. Zero sense, but yeah. he claims it. He's got kind of a pretty girl face. And, and, he, voice. and he meets that, uh, that posh Beck. He's watching TV and he sees the Spice Girls with his lads. They're drinking a beer and they're watching the Spice Girls on TV in their first video. And he goes, I'm going to marry that girl. Like a lot of people, a lot of guys who watch girls on, I'm going to marry that girl. Except he does. He's very shy. He shows up to a game. She's there. They say the Spice Girls are there in the locker room. And, and he goes, which ones? This one and uh, Posh Spice. And he goes, oh, that's the one. And very quickly, he meets her and they fall in love. Cinderella and Prince And this Charming. girl, Zuckerman. I mean, the whole story is fantastic. He's such a humble guy, working class guy, no bullshit guy. They're interviewing his wife now. No, this is the only part I've seen. This made yeah. the viral rounds. Right, right. And yeah. she's uh, talking about what a working class uh, a girl she was, growing up working class family. He just barges into the shoot and goes, tell the truth. What does your dad drive? Tell the truth. And she won't tell answer. Tell the truth. She won't answer. Because in that moment, she's... I mean, it, it is the ballsiest thing in the world for a husband. She took it well, though. She takes it incredibly well, and she goes, my dad drove us in a Rolls Royce. It was a fun <laughs> moment. It made him a it's good It's a fun couple. moment, but yeah, Zuckerman, yeah. you know. 
A wife never wants you to correct. You can't. How you cannot contradict a, your wife at a dinner party, or a, you don't. You don't do that. It's not right, and you shouldn't. Yet he's doing it right on camera. <laughs> on camera on a shoot. That's great. So they must be really tight. It all sounds so corny, but I. But I swear, I ended up loving this guy. I thought I knew him through his persona. You know, I, he likes Tudor watches, and I'd see him at the Soul Cycle and stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, kind of a douchey guy with tattoos and stuff. But no. Really, a really cool guy who uh, I feel bad that we don't know him, that we haven't, he hasn't been on this show. Let's reach out. If any of our listeners know David, <laughs> he always David, that. David right. Jewish Beckham, I can, <laughs> I can make formal. <laughs> I can reach out to anybody. Through his rabbi? No. (laughs) (laughs) I reached out to our friend Riff Raff through his publicist. (laughs) (laughs) No. He is Jewish. You know Riff Raff is actually Jewish? Jewish? He is not Jewish, is he? Yeah, he's Jewish. I think his real name is Jody. He DM'd me he DM'd me the other day and said, Send me your phone number. Oh, stop. And I I I I wasn't sure I should give it to him, but I did. You shouldn't. That's great. And I haven't heard from him, but He's coming in November. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I told his publicist, we're huge fans of the music, and uh, how would he like to come and get in a Rolls Royce and hang with us and come on the show when he's here uh, performing in November? So we'll see. Whoa. Yeah. Stars in the roof. Riff Raff. That song is so addicting, I had to take it off all of my playlists. (laughs) I play it for the kids. They go, no, not again. I don't want it stuck in my head. You know, the quality of a hit song. That's what you want, I guess. Um, This wasn't the only um, celebrity Porsche story that I had for you today. John Stamos. Another Mr. Handsome. (laughs) This is really fun. It's just like all Porsche is just in the news, all this weird celebrity news. He's got a new autobiography, and he tells the story of his girl catching his girlfriend cheating on him back in the day. Whoa, on him? Yeah. Oh, with somebody big, too. It was a girl I don't. Uh, remember her name, but she was a dancer. He was wildly in love with her, and he he would uh, travel, and they would talk, and they were close. But then he started traveling, and it's weird. I don't know. I don't have the book, so I don't know. But he said I'd be traveling on an appearance or to appear at a car show, which I don't. What are the John Stamos car shows? But piqued my interest. And she would. I'd call her. No cell phones, I guess, back in the day. And she would suddenly. She wasn't running to the phone after one ring. Suddenly, she was not picking up the phone for like a day or more. And then when I got back, I tried to reach her, and she didn't pick up. So I decided to drive over to her little place in the valley. And I'm just remembering the story as I read it today. All the lights were off, but there was a Porsche Speedster in the driveway. And I looked around the house. The doors were locked, but she had this little studio in the back, so I went to the backyard. This sounds like what OJ did. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same, yeah. except for the speedster. And uh, the door was open, but the lights were off. And I saw two pair of feet sticking out from under the blanket and a poster I had never seen of my girlfriend in her underwear saying, This is for you, Tony. I love you. And it was Tony Dancer. You just blew the end of my oh, story. Well, then cut it out. Why would you do that? It just came to mind. <laughs> I, I, I was just a guess. I think it worked well for the radio. I think we're okay. <laughs> but this is what he did. He saw his. He said to. He did the math. I think we all do. Do I rush in? Do I? Do I beat up 
pummel this guy? Do I stab this guy? Tony like, Danza would like kill. OJ would kill. Erase Tony Danza from your brain <laughs> okay, okay, because okay. it's not relevant to this story. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until he's driving home listening to Elton John that Stamos realized the name of his rival. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Now, I don't believe that part of the story. You don't? No. <laughs> Why not? Why? How did he get that from Elton John, Tony Danza? I have no idea. That seems completely made up and fabricated. Handled but in the wind. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is there's a black 1957 Porsche 356 Tony Danza speedster somewhere in yes, the world. Yes. You have one, Zuckerman. A 58, but still... Black. Do we think that is a valuable speedster? Now it is. The, the Danza speedster. <laughs> the, the Danza. The, the, the Tony Palooka speedster. Oh. Suddenly, yeah. Oh. Hey. Not the coolest guy in the world. But look, he wasn't married, right? That's just a girl dating. But, but, but again, is Tony Danza... <laughs> Does he bring value to the speedster because of this story? I think because of the story, yeah. Suddenly. Like, <laughs> I can hear Bruce Canapa telling this story. As he tells you, as he tells you that the species was Why worth an extra 100,000 yeah. more. Why is that one worth Yes, it's got a story. Well, it has a story. John Stamos and You know, this, this happened to a friend of mine where the husband with, came in on Tony him. Danza? Oh, hold up, Tony, hold up. Let him talk. Let him talk. Not, not with Tony Danza, but he was with a, with a girl. The husband came home, and it ended with him in his boxer shorts, comforting the crying husband who what? was who was hugging him and crying on oh. his shoulder. Wow. He's, yes. How, what? Yeah. Who got the girl? The crier I, I, or the comforter? The Well, the comforter <laughs> left. Uh, he left the crier and the girl behind and was happy that, because he didn't know if he was going to get killed, if what was going to happen. Yeah. He, the last oh, thing I, he thought was that he would end up holding a crying man. And comforting That's him. That's the last thing. Because yeah. why? Why do guys think they can kill if somebody? You know that they think that's the move. This the thing that occurs to you is you've got to kill this person. That seems weird that you would if first anybody, go to kill. You would kill her. No, 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 no kill no, nobody. No, no, no. <laughs> you could feel uh, depressed and go, yeah. "My relationship's over," and yeah. walk away. I think Stamos made the right move. He drove off. You drive off. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Or you, don't you have to kill anybody. You slash a tire. They deserve. Well, yeah. yeah. They deserve each other. Not on a speedster. <laughs> well, it's just you're not hurting the speedster. Even the that. Tire. Even that move is good on Stamos's part. I slash think. the neighbor's tire. <laughs> I. You got to slash a tire. How about nothing? Why do you have to do anything? You don't have to do anything. I. I, I mean, now nowadays they think kids would make a TikTok or something and go, "I caught my girlfriend cheating," mm. and this is the speedster. No, and then maybe he just life. put his hand on it and leave a handprint on it. That's better. Yeah, I don't know. I, the comforting. <laughs> I'm really. That's like. Um, I might have been in a situation like that where I I walked out of a house in my boxers, but like there was no comforting going on. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Uh, a husband came home and I had to. A husband? Yeah. And happened. you were with the wife? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Leave him in. <laughs> All right, you swine. You can't. You can't drop bombs like this. Is like when you said I have a tattoo. We didn't know about. Well, I have a tattoo. I mean, you know, of a penis. <laughs> it's on not your a stomach. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Yeah. Who was the girl? When did this happen? Uh, what oh, what oh, were the circumstances? Over 20 years Doesn't ago. Doesn't matter, dish. Uh, no, nothing. I was uh, a woman and uh, the husband came home. What was his name? Um, no, you don't have to. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, say no that. Names, don't say that. No but names. but were you how, were you younger? What age? Yeah, I was 25. And how old was she? 30-something. Right. Yeah. And she said what to you to get Johnny Lieberman... What, what do you mean? Pastrami. What did she say to seduce you? Did she say, look, I'm married, but I want to have sex with you? Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, ba- I don't remember the specifics. And where did I'll you meet her? Sandwich. We were at her house. You met her at her house? Oh, we were friends. I mean, I, 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 it's really kind of a two plus two oh, situation. So you, you were friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said, look, my husband's not home tonight. Come over. This afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we're going to. Yeah, I mean, there's more to it than that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're in bed. Did you complete the act? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We, you had completed we, we the act. We were laying there, and then God. it was like, And oh, what were you shit. doing when you're laying there? You're just chatting. Yeah. And you're fully naked. Uh, yeah, probably. Did, what, did you have the tattoo with that? Yes, I got the, okay, I, so you I have told the you, I got the tattoo the day after high school. Okay. <laughs> and then what did you hear? Come on, take us through the story. The, like, like, you know, we heard his car, and he was, like, screaming and yelling. And I wait, was wait, like, wait, 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 back up. You heard his car. Yeah. How did he know you were there? Because he saw my car. Did he and know he, who you were? Yes, and yes. he immediately oh. deduced that you were in bed with his yeah, wife, yeah, or he went Johnny's story. visiting. It's a longer story than that, but yes, he knew he knew why I was there. How? I, anyways, <laughs> this was so you were they you had been a partner with her before, yeah, maybe, yeah. This has been going on in right, yeah. They were swingers. And he knew. They were, yes, they were you. swingers. Oh, well, you had more open, yeah, yeah, yeah. more Little open than an open yeah. relationship. But, but it was a whole thing, anyway. But 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 you were never supposed to have Be there sex. alone. Hold on, yeah, yeah, without, something like that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Let's just try not to talk yeah. over each other. We're in a, we're yes. a good spot, right? Now. Yes, something yes. like that. Okay, yes. so he saw the car and he knew exactly. Yes, and then I had to like walk out quick, and I <laughs> put on my boxers and a t-shirt and just got in my car and went home. That was it. I was carrying my jeans. That was the end of it. He didn't try to fight you. No, I would have killed him. No, there was. <laughs> when I was twenty-five, I was a lot. Did they invite you back again? No, 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 no. It was all well. It, uh, when we're done recording, I'll tell you the whole story. But yeah, so. I think we just heard the whole story. That's basically we heard enough. What that's we just learned is Johnny was a swinger when he was younger, with his penis tattoo on his stomach. Yes, that's what we learned. <laughs> Speaking of penis tattoos, let's talk about Hero Bread. <laughs> it is also soft and fluffy, like Johnny's delicious penis. <laughs> It's bread with benefits. Our line of baked goods offers one G net, sometimes zero net carbs, zero sugar, high fiber, and five to ten grams of protein per serving. Hero empowers you to enjoy your favorite baked goods all day long. A soft breakfast burrito in the morning, a fresh and crispy BLT at lunch, and a juicy patty on a full fluffy bun to wrap up your day. As I said before, Taco Tuesday in the first in household. Hero tortillas, way better, way healthier. They taste good. Uh, they, the, the whole thing comes in a box. You got the box too, right? I got the box. It's a pretty exciting box. It's a it's, big box of bread. It's the size of a coffee table. It's humongous. <laughs> yeah, my wife is like, get it out of the house. I love boxes coming to the house because I never know what's in it. And they well, always you, tuck, tuck in surprises. You have a big house, so, you know. It's, it's delightful. <laughs> that took up my entire kitchen, that box. Um, and they gave me the hamburger rolls and the hot dog buns this time, and they were delicious. Because I can't tell you how many times somebody in my house is buying... The healthy hot dog bun that's as hard as a cushion. And this is light and airy. The kids eat a quarter of the hot dog, but no, not with Hero Bread. They down the whole deal. You guys got to check it out. These guys are Porsche fans. They're friends of ours. They're part of our clan. 
go to hero.co. Just go check them out, hero.co. You're going to get 10% off your first order using code SPIKE911. Um, definitely go there for your first barbecue. If you're going to have a barbecue soon, Halloween party, go down, get some hero bread for uh, the burgers and the hot dogs. If you don't want to go there, you can buy their bread on Amazon.com, at Walmart, Kroger, or at Sprouts Nationwide, because Hero is there, too. They're killing it. There you go. Hero bread. Nice. You're our heroes. <clears throat> Blue Chew's a little later, so stick around for that. <laughs> We're going to go from Light and Airy to Dancing Hard. <laughs> like Zuckerman's statue. <clears throat> Um, like Zuckerman's appendix scar. <laughs> a lot of folks from Australia wrote in and said, hey, we have cameras that not only detect speed, they detect seatbelts. Oh, shit. So I got the link and I took a look and Zuckerman, they, what they do is they put a camera up high looking down and they can see right into the car and they have a picture of some Australian dude on his phone. If you're not wearing a seatbelt, $370 fine. Jeez. If you are playing with your phone, fine start at $555. Yeah, but that's Australian dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> $500. And then with a penalty of four demerits. Ooh. Oh, Whatever demerit, demerit point is. Oh, those demerits. I'm so scared of demerits. <laughs> you have to stay after school. I, yeah. I look. I'm. Uh, I would live there just based on this. That they're trying to stop that. I think that's fantastic. You know, but they you're have right. a national speed <clears throat> limit of seventy, and if you go seventy-one, you get a ticket. I mean, it's really how bad many there. demerits for that one? There's a lot of demerits. It's bad. It's, uh, uh, Australians hate what's going on with the camera. You know, there. I had a messed up. Uh, 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 not messed up, but the childhood there was. Uh, how would you say inconsistent parenting? Mm. Um, the as far as discipline inconsistency, you know, when you when you whenever a kid's going going awry, you have to set up the rules of discipline. Then you have to follow up, right? right. Yes. Fats was great for that meeting presentation. Yes. And I'm bringing this up because he used the word demerits. He created an insane chart which he taped to the front of the refrigerator, <laughs> and he outlined all the possible crimes the kids could commit, and really? how many demerits you would get for each one. The whole meeting, the three of us, Beth, myself, my sister and brother, were just like, what is a demerit? What is he talking about? And, you know, you're raising your hand going, so what happens if you get 17 demerits? <laughs> well, then, then you're not going out on Saturday morning from nine. He had really overthought the whole system. And my brother started getting really upset about it. And I said, after, I said, Wally, don't worry. This guy's not going to follow up. He, he will not follow up by tomorrow morning there won't be any demerits or any system <laughs> and sure enough the next day everything had been forgotten about we were doing all the things that we were not supposed to be doing and no demerits yeah but i do remember that story. That, <laughs> that that word demerit i do remember that's, no i learned from it with my kids i'm like i'm predisposed to now that's the problem not follow you through. make a threat you gotta actually like if oh. you say you know no tv for a day that oh, means yeah. you gotta like parent for a whole day it sucks it's a punishment on you yeah. when you take away the it things sucks. that keep them yeah. away from yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. My, my father was very consistent about <laughs> about discipline. Once I reached the age of 13, my mother would say, go into your father's office and he's going to talk to you. 
and then he'd look pain, pained, and then say, "Would you like a cigarette?" <laughs> and, then, and then we'd sit there and smoke. Are you? Kidding? <laughs> How old were you? Anytime after thirteen, and wow. then and we'd smoke a cigarette, and then we figured that was sufficient time for him to have disciplined me and and said whatever he needed to say, and that was it. Wow. Jesus. What if your therapist over the years how, how said about that? How did I not that? know this story? <laughs> how did I not know about the demerits? You know how many times... The cigarette's went, a little different than the demerit system. I mean, they're yeah, both... Was the there out, when both when really did he start good. serving you drinks? We never had the drinks. He was not that interested <laughs> in It was in just drink. a cigarette. He loved cigarettes, so he figured as long as he... Yeah. You know, you know, we were going to be sitting there in silence because he didn't know what to say to kids. We might as well be smoking, using our time usefully. Wow. Yeah, we just smoked. What I, kind of cigarettes did he smoke? Marlboro Reds, of course. Real cancer sticks. Yeah, yeah. And, Winston's uh, were the ones fat smoked. Yeah, he was a rugged fellow. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rugged fellow. Winston tastes good like a cigarette. Mm, no, Winston. <laughs> His own rugged. bootstraps. <laughs> yeah. Did he have any idea that what he was smoking was going to kill him? Oh, yeah, but he couldn't stop. But, he couldn't so stop. he knew. And he'd say, Perry, yes, he, he was just so Was he addicted. a doctor? Yes. He was a doctor. He was a doctor, and he was so woefully addicted to cigarettes, packs a day, mountains of cigarettes. How many packs? Biggest, pr- probably three. Oh, so he lit a cigarette off the other cigarette. Yeah, frequently he had yeah. more than one cigarette going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He yeah. Had, he was, what was the car like? I swear to you, he... he smoked every second he was in the car and he would be lost in space thinking and his hand was on the two o'clock with the cigarette in it and by the time after two years when it was time to turn the car in he had chemically changed the glass over <laughs> right. over that part of the steering wheel Unreal. and they and they would call to, after he turned it in and say we can't clean this glass what did you do to the glass Dr. Oh, no. in? and wow. he smoked it was smoked glass that's now, amazing yeah. Did he burn? Did he? Did he empty his ashtray? Oh no, no! It was it was everywhere. There was <clears throat> there were holes yeah. all over yeah, the yeah. carpet. You know that. Yeah, that's there what was the back did. seat where somebody went to flick it out the window. It flew in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Did, did, did he ever lose a car for the car fire? No, he never lost a car for a car fire. But it was it, it was a mess. And then his technique was at other times was to when he was done abusing the car to give it to my poor mother, and then she'd have to drive it for a while trying to get the the clouded glass cleaned and and get the car cleaned and and do things to rehab it which would never quite work harvey was a was really a wrecker with his cigarettes yeah and you know and my discipline if if he did say a word over the cigarette he would say "Mm, you know you really got to think about your actions (laughs) <laughs> and make and decide what's wrong or what's right. And that was And that was it. That was it. Smoke up, Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's right, Dad? Yeah. Give me cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. Is that wrong or right? Are you thinking about yeah. that action? There wasn't a lot of direction. There wasn't a lot of parental direction. Did you have the experience I had where when they got a new car you had twenty four hours to enjoy the smell before it was ruined by your dad? Yeah. 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 Right? I remember he took down a Ford Granada so quick. So quick. Beautiful silver car with red velvet interior. See, my dad didn't smoke and missed out on all this. (laughs) Just done. Missed out on this. And he He would drive around with the the windows up. Just go stop complaining. That's the craziest. Yeah, Yeah, that's just nuts. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was a time they were really committed to the act of smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at the bus stop at the bottom of the road. My father came in once in the morning after being up all night at the hospital, taking the turn into the street, which was, it was snowy and icy, and he smashed into the stop sign, <laughs> got out and said, fuck. Drove off and all. Well, I was embarrassed and all my friends said, your dad's so cool. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That but that generation of doctors, they all chain smoked. I mean it was it was crazy. Damn, Sometimes watch Titicut Follies. Yeah. I think is the name of that. Uh, yeah. Was that Errol Morris's first uh, documentary? Well, notably Bridgewater right next yeah. door to West Bridgewater. Correct. Yeah, where they had the mental hospital. And there's a guy uh what? Force feeding, what do they call that? They're well, putting the funnel in his mouth. Yeah, and, it's called force feeding or making pate. And he's got, the, <laughs> and he's got that long cigarette yeah. ash hanging over yeah. the funnel and he, while he's talking to the kid. <laughs> You're just like, oh, my God. Um, my dad worked at a mental hospital. No? All right, fine. Go. <laughs> that explains all. Okay. Explains a ton. Um, I have a, a Subaru. psychologist. I have a Subaru uh, Outback Wilderness. What do you I think? To chat, chat about. My 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 third, I believe, Subaru press car. I continue to love Subarus and love the cloaking device they are in L.A. This is was uniquely L.A., but in this ecosystem, I can just be normal. Yeah. And again, on the way here, I made some questionable moves. You know, when two lanes go to one and you ride all the way up the right? Did it twice on the 10, and I did it uh, uh, close to Obama Boulevard here. Everybody just lets you, nobody beeps. They just love you because you're it's in. the Subaru. <clears throat> the Subaru. Was this, it the Klingons or the Vulcans that had the cloaking device? The Vulcans. Or the Romulans. Shit. Oh, um, wow. None of us are trying. What do, you, what, do you, what do you like about it besides the well, it's, invisibility? Look, I'm getting acquainted with the whole Subaru line. I had no idea how much bigger the Outback was than the Crosstrek first. Not sure I like that. Um, but it's quicker. I thought it's definitely a four of some kind. It's probably an inline four, right, with a turbo? Yeah, it's a turbo four. But it's faster approaching almost like a six. So it's like this thing actually has some giddy-up. It actually it's goes a like little bit. 270 horsepower. 260. Like 260. 277 foot-pounds of torque. Nine and a half inches of ground clearance because it's that wilderness uh, spec with a skid plate. Enhanced X mode. Water. Here's what I really love about it. The water-repellent StarTex upholstery. Which means the seat, which means I can get in that thing drenched from tennis, and I'm, <laughs> and I don't put the towel You're down. In. Any other right, car, I throw a right. towel in because I don't want it. This thing, no problem Your whatsoever. Your sweat just pools on the carpet. <laughs> Harman Kardon Premium Audio, which is nice. okay. It sounds pretty good. Little tinny. Um, the touchscreen and the, you know the interface has given me a little bit of a hassle, but whatever. That could be my phone too. But I drove here with their self-driving tech, not self-driving or their level two driver. Yeah, eyesight. Yeah, yeah. Eyesight. And it yeah. worked great. Yeah. You know, because I had a ton of traffic and the whole thing took over. It, it wasn't too uh, concerned with my hand not being on the wheel, it, but I had to put it there, but it didn't like annoy me every five seconds about it. What's great about eyesight is like, you know, it, for that price point, it really does provide a lot of safety functionality. It does. Like so, it, that system saved my life one time. Yeah. So and I can good. tell you why, right? Yeah. It's those two lights. Well, this was like one of those where like, you know, b back in the direct TV days, the guy was supposed to show up to do it. And I was on a press trip driving the, it was a uh, mm. Forester. 
wife calls, you know, the guy said he'd be here between eight and noon. He's not here, blah, blah, blah. And a dog ran out in front of the car in front of me. Wow. And I didn't see that. And the car just stopped to not hit the dog. And, the, and I was screaming at my wife. She's screaming at me. And the Subaru stopped. And wow. it was because of eyesight. So I was well, always this like, that's a good system. Kind of robot lights that are uh, yellow, red, and green right here in front of your steering wheel. Almost like they're little Christmas bulbs that anytime you veer out of a lane, they light up. Anytime you're in the self-driving mode or they, you know, cruise control, they're green. The steer everything is kind of nice. And if you're coming up on somebody too quick, it pops up. But it's right in the perfect little eyeline spot, which is really nice. Yeah. But I, but this is an uh, an off road thing, right? Yeah, it's, got, it's pretty good off road. It's pretty good. What is symmetrical all wheel drive? Oh, that's what just that, that just means all wheel drive. It means fifty okay. fifty torque distribution out of the center diff. That's okay. all that means. But and it has uh, nice set off road wheels and all terrain tires. Yeah, Geolanders are good. Yeah, yeah, and the kids all love it. Cool. I let Jack uh, drive it. He Jack had his first drive back from uh, his school on Sunset. And uh, you know how Sunset has turns. Uh, you know, it's there are two places like I'm most afraid of these kids driving. It's Sunset Boulevard from the 405 West. Right. Three places: PCH and then 405. <laughs> the insanity oh, of yeah, the 405. Well, that, yeah. But we clicked off our first one. Our first. Uh, how do you do? Sunset Drive. He, he, terrific. You know. Was he nervous? He flies. He was nervous. But he flies. It's it, it was a different kind of thing. But I, that's what I said. How can you be nervous when you're up in a plane flying around like that? There's nothing to hit in a plane. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the same thing I think people do when they race. I said, where's your eye line? He goes, kind of right in front of the car. And I go, yeah, that, that's no. what I'm nosy. Pick yeah, it up. Pick yeah, it up. Look up. Relax. You'll be fine. But it was cool. Great. But I don't know what like how much I should be. He wants me to take him on the 405 out to some lacrosse thing. Is that how quickly you put Dell in? Absolutely. I was say, One day I made him take, we went down PCH to the 10, to the 405, up to the 101, uh, and, and did this whole loop. And I said, there you go. You've conquered all of the, all of the worst freeways. So you just got to dive in. Just dive in. <clears throat> yep. Okay. I'll do that. You sure? Yeah. You don't start them small in the neighborhoods. <laughs> No, the freeways are good because there's no cross traffic. You know what I mean? It's actually it's pretty pretty safe, so what, relatively you know what? speaking. It's the thing they're afraid of, so you want to get them on even for just a little okay. bit. Okay, I'll do it. He'll be fine. He's a big kid. Give him <laughs> some cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let him go. <laughs> oh, he already smokes. You know what? I might give him though is some AG one. AG one. We take it daily in my house. Everybody's on it now. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs, like gut optimization. If only Zuckerman had taken it before last week, <laughs> and his cinnamon bun size appendix that they extricated through his belly button. He was showing me his holes hey. <laughs> before the show started, and he said, "Were these the size of your holes? Because I had my appendix out last year." What a said, treat! No, sir, they would not. Go, Why are they that big? Why, Zuckerman? Doctor Marcus told me. He goes, "Well, your appendix was very inflamed. Why we had to make a big hole to get it out? It was it was like a cinnamon roll." <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those of you not up to speed, an appendix is about the size of your pinky. Yeah, and he was referring to cinnamon. <laughs> If only you had had AG1 <laughs> to sprinkle on that and make a meal of it. 
because everybody knows I don't like to take all those pills in the morning. I hate it. All the vitamin Bs, all that stuff. Well, now all I do is I get a cup of water, I dump my AG1 in there, and I'm good to go. I drink it, and it's got that green drink taste that I absolutely love. Erica Ferriston, all over it. I, I clean her AG1 containers now, just to be a good husband. I clean her favorite containers. She has a little coffee one and a now an AG1, and I make sure that's done so she's happy. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get one free, a free one-year supply of vitamin D, 3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs. That's Richard. Richard's here with a new haircut. Uh, with your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash spike911. That's drinkag1.com slash spike911 and check it out. They're big fans of ours. All right, this clears the path for uh, for Blue Chew. <laughs> here we what are. Is, so Richard's back. This has been the quietest, and and Rufus is here, and he's sleeping. She is sleeping. She, she, goes she to bed. Right. Eight o'clock is bedtime. Mm-hmm. So she likes. Oh, you lost your cigar, Ferriston. I'm having trouble with this cigar. This is. I, I is it a phony? Did, I almost didn't bring a Bolivar. No, it's one of my Bill's Bolivars. And uh, I almost didn't bring it because I'm, it, it's hard to draw on. I thought it had been over-humidified, and uh, I corrected that, and it's been about a month, and now here I am again, having trouble. I am really, I couldn't be more pleased about the return of Blue Chew and the success our listeners are giving us. <laughs> They're great. That's why everybody uh, wants to advertise on the show. Listeners go and check stuff out. I was asked about Blue Chew by my tennis coach. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he asked me about it. Was this during volley? Yes. Or, or when you come up to the net to talk? <clears throat> it was when we pick up the balls. In tennis, you, you hit until the balls are done, and then everybody has to pick up. And, uh, you know, if you're an old man like me, you're like, huh? <laughs> Leaning over, he hope you, and he's, he's saying, uh, tell me about that Blue Chew. Really? Signed him Just up. like a commercial. <laughs> sure. I think uh, people get excited about it. <clears throat> All right. This week in Zuckerman News. Here's a new segment. Let me bring up some applause for the new segment. This week in Zuckerman News. I've got to turn to the page. This week in Zuckerman News are stories that I pull from... Today's headlines that I know will entertain Zuckerman. I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. <clears throat> of which there are many all the time. Story number one, I don't know if you heard, I'm sure somebody sent it to you, Zuckerman. An EasyJet flight was canceled <laughs> after someone with unclear motives pooped on the bathroom floor of the plane. Oh, okay. This one covered by Jalopnik, our friends there. Hold on. The latest incident on the EasyJet flight, <clears throat> and it feels like an important reminder. Oh, this is the article. They were flying from the Spanish island of Tenerife, Tenerife. Tenerife. Tenerife to London's Gatwick Airport. Someone decided to use the floor of the bathroom before they took off to make, as Jalopnik puts it, a poopy. <laughs> uh, CNN reported they spoke with a passenger on the plane who was seated in the middle of the aircraft. He told them that he saw two passengers go to the bathroom at the front of the airplane. Soon after, word began spreading that someone had... Shat all over the bathroom floor. Excellent. Very British. <laughs> Supporting the rumors, uh, an unpleasant smell soon followed. They brought in a cleaning crew, and then there was an announcement, the cleaning crew can't do this right now. We're, we're grounding the plane, everybody off. 
What is happening, Zuckerman? Why are people pooping on the floor of planes? I'm going to tell you why. It's it's an expression of dissatisfaction. If I remember the story correctly, if I remember the story correctly, they had these people on the runway for hours on end, endless hours of heat, of exhaustion, with no explanation. And I think that finally, somebody said, they're treating us like shit. Yeah. I'll shit. And these are English people. Oh, wait. So you're saying there was a long wait (laughs) before. Oh, yeah. And you're saying French people wouldn't do this. No, man. (laughs) Don't you remember this thing like 10 years ago? Oh, oh, all the English English holiday guys, they would go to Crete or Mallorca or wherever, and someone would poop in the pool. Uh, No. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I like it. Yes. And uh, then, uh, yes. That's That's a pretty good theory. I think you might be right. I know I'm right. <clears throat> I but just, then, oh. aren't they screwing themselves? They well, don't I don't think anywhere. that they realized that this was going to be... I don't think they thought through why, the whole act. Why two guys, though? I, I well, couldn't I tell if he was saying... <laughs> he says two people went. They didn't say they went together. He could have been saying, I saw one person, then the second person Right, he could have been saying, we don't really know who the uh, the cagón was, as they say in Spanish. Who the big shitter was. The cagón? Cagón. Does that really translate to big shitter? Yes. Cagón. You cagón. Yeah. You're a cagón. Cago is is shit. Yeah, so C-A-G-O-N-E, cagón. So they didn't know which one it was, but, you know... It yeah. could have been both, though. Yeah, like, people are really tired of being treated like shit. You realize air travel takes longer now than it did 50 years ago. Oh, it's horrible. 50 years ago, they could get you cross-country faster on a 707 than they can do today with a 777, 767, whatever it is. We are going in reverse yeah, yeah, yeah. as a society. Here's my second story, which I doubt you've seen this story, Sarkin, but you'll enjoy. I know all poop stories. <laughs> An Arkansas cop last Sunday morning spotted a suspicious car parked outside a commercial storage facility facility that had been broken into 16 times this year. A sheriff's deputy noted that the vehicle in question was seen rocking. It was around 12.45 a.m. When the cop looked inside the auto, he spotted Theodore Morgavan, 55, having sex with a stuffed animal. (laughs) Morgavan, a divorced father of three, lives about a mile away from the storage facility in Midway. Why? <laughs> well, this whole story is... He's is, divorced. He's not living with his fit. Why did he have to go to the car to have sex with a stuffed animal? I, I this is him. Like, look. Oh, That's this him. poor guy. Look at him. He looks like the type. But, you know, this whole town <laughs> looks is Looks like full, the type? Yeah. The whole town is full of fuck-ups. 16 times that place gets broken into, and the sleuth can only find a guy fucking a stuffed animal. <laughs> This is this is the best they I mean, can there do. Goes the they can't man. find they can't find a thief, but they can find. Can I just ask what is the crime here? What? Why is that a crime? I mean, I know it's bizarre, and I'm not endorsing it's, it. Okay, but to some extent, there must be public indecency. Um, it's one in the morning. He's in his car. Was he's it having his stuffed animal? Was it someone else's? Like stuffed, a stolen stuffed animal? with a blue. Uh, I don't think this reflects well on Circus the Circus elephant or something. Who knows? It doesn't reflect well on Morgavan or the police. <laughs> the fall of Morgavan. Yeah, you would just, you, if you were the cop, you would say, would you do me a favor? Would you just go home? Would yeah. Do that somewhere else. You know, I'm I'm on a stakeout looking for a thief and you're busy working a, a teddy bear. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, all I know is this is a wonderful new segment you've developed, Spike. This is really... Did you see the latest? This week in Zuckerman News, story number three. 
October 13, Dateline. A funeral <laughs> A funeral home worker responsible for transporting dead bodies in Nebraska County is suspected of having an intimate encounter with a life-size sex doll he found in the apartment of a deceased person. <laughs> is this the same guy? <laughs> no, this is the guy who looks looks like him. Look at him. He's, he looks All right, like listen to too. the details of the story. Investi- investigators say Ryan Smith, 41, younger, and a colleague were dispatched last week to a home in, at the Rock Creek Apartments in Omaha to collect the body of an individual who had died. Near the body on the bed was a very real life-size sex doll. Oh, like one of those Japanese dolls? I don't know. It's just a life-size sex doll, a real doll. (laughs) (laughs) Was that part of your swinging years, too? No. Uh, Police allege that Smith subsequently called the property manager. This is the part I knew you would love, is is his, his little con to get back in. Called the property manager and claimed that the local sheriff had asked him to remove the sex doll to collect swabs for a biopsy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a red flag (laughs) (laughs) A biopsy Smith's strange request was denied by the no. You're not going to do that. You can't I make want a the doll from the sex doll. <laughs> we shared it. That's apartment property. Who? <laughs> but Smith later returned to the apartment. Uh, oh, the manager later returned to the de- uh, the apartment to discover that Smith was inside the unit, <laughs> which had been locked with a deadbolt and a chain. So the landlord goes back. This 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 nut job is in there. Ryan Smith. After Smith exited the home with his shirt untucked and his pants in disarray. Rudy, Rudy. So very Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) The property manager called the cops, again, why, who later busted Smith on felony burglary charge for a guy who's dead. A post-arrest examination revealed the sex doll to be sticky, and it appeared that something had rubbed her inner thighs, police noted. I mean... (laughs) A deputy collected the sex dolls so that it could have uh, her processed for DNA. Why is it referring to it as a person? This is one hell of a sex doll. I got to see this thing. <laughs> this is so strange, Ferriston. He he looks. Look at him. You guys got to look this guy up. He looks like he, a wrestling coach. Yeah, he looks like he's work. He works at Subway. He moonlights at the morgue, and then he's a, a sex doll rapist. <laughs> Keep the cannoli. <laughs> Take the cannoli. Doll rapist. <laughs> kind of fucking person is going to molest someone else's Not dead guy sex style. He had to go back and lie. He went to the fridge too. God, I'm thirsty. Let me have some dead guy juice and then I'm going to have... Why? But the excuse is so bad. He could have just said there are more things that we need. Yes. We have the body. We need clothes. Just something. A biopsy. I think the landlord also had a crush on the sex That's doll. what I'm saying. I want to see this doll. Yeah, that they, there's something going I on there. I think what but. we need to do is we need to, after we do a podcast from Hitler's Childhood Home, <laughs> we need to go to these towns and we need to podcast from these towns and try to find a spokesperson from the sheriff's office. From the toy store that sold the yeah. stuffed animal. <laughs> There are some that say Blue Chew is to blame for all of this. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Let's talk about sex with stuffed animals. Let's talk about sex with other dead guys, real dolls. 
Remember the days? <laughs> what if he was on blue chips? <laughs> what if he definitely was? <clears throat> now you can increase your performance like our friend Ryan Smith. <laughs> Or Morgavan. <laughs> or Morgavan. <laughs> Who was making the car rock. <laughs> Who was making the car rock. The tech bear. Because he took Blue Chew in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. You too can take them anytime, day or night, 1245, near a storage facility. So plan ahead. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of your licensed medical providers. And once you're approved... You'll receive your prescription. And I've said before, I, I've taken this meeting, and those medical providers, licensed uh, doctors, are, are beautiful young women. <laughs> beautiful young sex dolls. <laughs> now they'll just put a sex doll or a stuffed animal out there. Do you want to have sex with this? Take our pills. <laughs> I'm the sex doll you go to the carnival. You're go, you go to the carnival. I am going to knock over those milk bottles because I need that stuffed animal. If I don't get that weird green thing <laughs> made in China, not, why are you playing so much ring toss? I've got to fuck that red wolf. Put your Bluetooth down. Uh, that's the kid's college tuition. <laughs> This could be the end of Blue Chew. Blue Chew's <laughs> tablets are made in the U.S. This could be the end of the show. Prepared and shipped directly to your door. And as you know, we are Blue Chew uh, drug kingpins. And you guys right. have overperformed. If you if you haven't gone there, it's free, man. Try Blue Chew for free with promo code SPIKE911. You just pay for the shipping, which is five bucks. That's free Blue Chew promo code SPIKE911 to get your free first month of Blue Chew. Don't let us down. Don't let us down. Don't let us down. <laughs> Don't let the air out of our dog. They didn't. Apparently, everybody last ad went bonk. They went crazy. Dear Zuckerman made that funny thing of you like a Pac-Man. Oh, Zuckerman, yeah. And the Blue Chew people went wild. Don't we'll let the sex dolls down. <laughs> we'll see what happens this week. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. We should probably talk about cars some more. No, what are you, why? <laughs> what are you driving, Johnny? Well, I'm driving my own truck. Nothing, nothing. You nothing. haven't driven anything lately? Anything wonderful? No, not not, not in a couple of weeks. I just haven't, you know, it's one of those just, I don't know, just had, didn't schedule anything. Everything's busy. Um, I've reserved a Storado. So I have a Lamborghini Storado coming. Ooh, you know, yep. they're not responding to me. I don't know what I did to them. Oh, weird. I don't know. I know. Huh. Didn't you say the uh, rep was in Europe and coming back? Yeah, she's, I texted her today and she, I said, hey, how about a Serato? She said, sure. Ask her why she hates me. I will. I will. I have so <laughs> many uh, uh, folks that would like to see the uh, the Lamborghinis. You know, if kids of a certain age go crazy for Lamborghinis, and of course when I see the dads, it's some sort of school function or something. You've really hey, will you get a Lamborghini? Will you, will you, Lamborghini, will you call me? We just The kids want to come over and I really want to do that for them. Okay. I don't know if that's enough of reason. It should be <laughs> enough. Yeah, it should be enough. I hit up Ford a minute ago on the way here because this is my last press car too. It's, it does quiet down this time of year. I have a, I have a Triumph, uh, not a Triumph, a Ducati Scrambler full throttle. Looks cool. Flat tracker motorcycle deal that I've only ridden once through the neighborhood, but boy, is it nice. Those Scramblers are just, you know, I've been riding on some very high horsepower things. And then when you go from that onto this and it just starts up, and then you just drive it, and it's got a little more kick than the other scramblers. Wow, it's so Zuckerman. You would love this bike. It's one of those. It's one of those bikes. So I like these these Ducatis and these BMW motorcycles. They're instantly friendly. They're instantly your buddies, and you just and when you you get on it, you ride it. You just want to keep riding mm. all 
the time. All the time. You should. You, I should let you write it. I would write. You know, I can draw. I wrote many, many. You'll years like it. And many miles. Yeah, just take a little. Just take a little. I'll go around the block. A little ride around the block. There are a couple girls who are doing an all-electric uh, cake ride from oh, New cool. York to L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that? They're coming on the show. Uh, I oh, immediately cool. called the cake guys and said, have those girls come on the show. Oh, cool, yeah. I uh, can't even imagine what that is like from New York to L.A. on those bikes. With what, 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 it's you gonna know. It's going to take 30 days because they go 100 miles and go. Yeah, I just well, it wanna... takes three hours to charge, though, so it's not bad. Three hours. I think it's to fully charge up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know what they went through to get those bikes. Unless they have, I don't know if there's a way to do like level two, but I think on the, I think they're riding the Osa, which is the, the, you know. No, I think they had cocks. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. What? (laughs) Calks. Calks. They had cocks. (laughs) Calks. Corks. Corks. Lufke Kurts. Lufke Cocks. We took, Jamesy and I took our bikes up, uh, you know, we're having these beautiful, warm summer days finally here in L.A., and uh, we went up to the, uh, the hiking path, uh, stayed off the mountain bike trail, did, did go down to see where I crashed, I wanted to have a look at that, I sent to you the yes. picture, right? And uh, now I can see how I uh, survived that one, and there was a bigger <laughs> gap than I thought between the two upright jumps, so right. I fell in between, um, but we had an amazing ride all the way up to Mountain Gate. Wow, and then into those into that housing, through some uh, uh, some beautiful uh, houses that had tennis courts, little private area there up there. It's dead quiet, and then it goes. I think all the way up towards the Nike tower. Uh, uh, tower, you know where the missile towers are. Mm-hmm, the Nike mm-hmm. missile, fantastic. They're way up what there. a place! What a Sweet. place! Yeah, it's beautiful. And you just you're pinching yourself, going, I can't believe I just left my house a minute ago, and I'm up here bopping around. Yep. I still haven't mastered the wheelie yet, but I'm watching the videos. Not a good idea. <laughs> Not a good idea, my old friend. <laughs> I looped it once on the, the wheelie bike that we have, and I fell on my ass. What does Richard want? Yeah, I think he wants more grapes. grapes. I'm feeding well, him your grapes. I said, way. hey, I said. Those grapes, I think, are weeks <clears throat> old. And they really Don't say anything. Are, uh, don't say they're anything. turning into raisins in I the s- fridge. I said to Richard, I go, what grade are you in? He goes, I don't have to tell you about my life. That's what he said. It's pretty good, right, Sacramento? He's either going to be a, a great success or a serial killer. What's going on with you, CarWise? Now, look, you and I, are you going to drive the GT4 RS? You know what? I am going to drive that car. I yeah. wonder if I'm going to drive that car this weekend. Do it. Yes. Because I'm taking it on Jay Leno's garage uh, a week from tonight, a week from today. Okay. And we're going to get it. some wheel time. <clears throat> if I can get up early and get on the road when no one's going to be around, I really do want to get some stick time. And if I'm going out to Malibu, I'd love to be able to go up and down the canyons in it. And you should. It Drive it. Get it back in there. We'll get it cleaned up. And then I'm going to take it on the show and talk about it on our uh, behalf. Which car is this? <clears throat> GT4 RS. Oh, this yeah. Friday. Nice. A welcome break in my crazy uh, riding week. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, and I say this, though, because I got a picture of our car. Oh, yeah. At the Sonder... Wunchens, what do they call that? Special zone? wishes, CXX. Yes, where they're making it's sitting there right now. I won't describe the picture. We shouldn't describe the picture, but you saw it's amazing the emblem and the color. And uh, we this morning it was sent to us, and it's out of the blue. Mike uh, from Clearwater Porsche said, "Do you want to see a picture I just got of your car sitting?" And I said, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes! all caps. 
and uh, sent it to you, sent it to Jerry, and all of us were like, oh, and it has all the wrapping on it, all that mm-hmm. white wrapping, and just a little color pop that you could see, didn't have on the, the, side. the right wheels on it yet, and, and the other stuff. But this car is going to kill. It made you crazy, right? Yes, this is, I'm really <laughs> looking forward. But that means it's coming soon. Eh, what, two months? No. I think it's here before Christmas. I think it's, it could be here for Thanksgiving. Whoa. Maybe. Hopefully not. I, I feel like I... I mean, what? I've driven the 4RS twice. I've driven it once. We might have to uh, get some other plans ears into these things so we keep both these things around. I don't know. Not a bad idea. Who can we hit up? Mm. Who who has dough? Lieberman? No, I got no dough. You got no, no. dough? Moise would ruin I'm, I'm these dollars. cars. No Moise. Moise He is, hates a backup camera. Yeah. He's yeah. he's aged out of Plan Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. These cars are so great. They are going to be so And then the so ST is, like, on its, on its coming, too. We got a lot coming in. I better get busy. I better print <clears> some <throat> money. Yes. That's what I'm focused on. We're just like David Beckham. Look at us. <laughs> Squandering our money. Squandering our money, selling our wife's stories about how much money we'll make when we sell these cars. These are investments, honey. Big Don't investments. you understand? <laughs> Buy high, sell low. That's really the secret. <laughs> <you gotta say. laughs> and uh, I'm de- I've decided to follow through on the sale of the Volkswagen Beetle to clear the path from these other things. Really? And uh, I chatted with several auction houses and friends, but in the end... I, uh, I had a nice uh, exchange with Randy Nonnenberg at Bring a Trailer, and uh, I thought that would be the most fun, to sell that car on Bring a Trailer. Um, Best comments. Great. We love that community. Um, I think they're going to do, they're going to put it, put it out to the most amount of people and it's not a very serious car. So it'll be a lot of fun to have it there. It was on Jay Leno's garage. It was on car matchmaker with me. It was on comedians and cars getting coffee. It served uh, uh, as an official police car from 79 to 91 in Versberg, Germany. I believe it began its life as a Mexican Beetle. It was immediately shipped over there. Speaking of cigarettes, cigarette burns in the seats from the cops sitting there. I put Steakouts. A, two little seat belts in the back, perfect uh, new old stock seat belts that match the year. So you can put your kids in the back. And uh, the Telefunken radio and PA works, and the lights, and the sirens, and everything. So as you're pulling up, you can yell. You can yell in traffic. Move to the right. You can yell. You can sit at stop signs like I do and pretend to pull people over. <laughs> but I've had that car for 10 years. And the kids, Is it 10 years now? 10 years. Can you believe that? No. I no. remember when you got it. I know it's crazy, but it has been. Uh, it's sitting there, and I refreshed it, and it and uh, we. It's used time. The, we used the Hungarian to get it uh, smogged in the state of California. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how that happened, but I don't think you can register it in the state of California. It it's be weird difficult. that I showed up at my hangar one day, and it just had a license plate and stickers. I don't know how that happened. I have plausible deniability in how that happened, but it won't happen to you. You'll have to take it out of California if you want to drive it legally. But it is well, it's seventy nine. It might might have aged out. Might be all right. Nope. Mm, It's the VIN numbers Mm. that don't. Oh, it's never federalized or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's kind of cool about it is uh, uh, every once in a while. And, and this happened in my neighborhood. This woman is walking down the street, and she saw it in the driveway. She goes, my God, is that a Versberg German police beetle? I know those cars. And she was from Germany. 
Did she click her heels? No. Nope. Throw her arm up? <laughs> she said, what is your last name? Jules. <laughs> Show me your nose again. No. Um, <laughs> Don't be touching the glass. Oh, Richard. <laughs> That's a grapevine. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. What is he doing? Oh, whatever. Oh, brother. It's all right. He's just grinding them into your white carpet. I know. I'll but, just appreciate the house another another ten thousand dollars. One more visit. I had they actually make diecast models of this car. Yeah, and uh, I had a couple extra ones. Folks have sent them to me over the air, and I gave one to her, and she she cried. She goes, "This was such a big part of my childhood seeing these cars." Isn't that sweet? That is a nice story. Isn't first. that nice? You have a little gerbil heart after <clears throat> all. I'm not saying it to self-aggrandize myself. I'm just saying again. Cars are emotional for people. Spread this, joy. This brought her childhood back, and it can bring yours. I don't know when we're putting it up, but hopefully before the end of the year, and then uh, we'll convert we it. We decide about that eighty-two, which is such a lovely Targa. What the but, Targa? Yeah, but we don't drive it enough. But I, don't I drive think so well, many things. Here, here's what's up. So after I'm done with uh, the Subaru Outback, I don't. I don't think my car or oh, Jack's perfect. car is being built for a month, so I need to daily something oh, in one that, of our collections. This is this is the perfect seat car for the season. Yeah, what the Targa? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't want to put a lot of miles. Well, on don't it. put the miles, but then you'll drive anything you want. Just, I yeah, got yeah, yeah. Of stuff that needs to be driven. Oh, right perfect. Now. <laughs> I was thinking one of the big four door BMWs. You got to. Well, you got to go through them all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's very nice. Catch up you. on your BMW. So real quick, I go, Richard. Why would you do that? He's dropping the grape stems on the carpet. He goes, it's funny. I want Zuckerman to die. <laughs> well, if one of us has to die, I, I have a feeling I know which one. He has a the sitcom producer. <laughs> this would be a great show. Oh, 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 Zuckerman and Richard. Oh, God. In Thunderdome. <laughs> two, two go in, one comes out. <laughs> what do you mean Johnny Lieberman and his wife died in a Morgan three-wheeler accident? And they left Richard to me? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to live at Baldwin Hills with Zuckerman. Yay! Perfect, right? What himself. do you mean? Show me the will. <laughs> and that's where our show begins. That is the situation in the situation comedy. <laughs> this is excellent, and I'm horrified. And then Rufus. <laughs> it's Zuckerman, Richard, and Rufus. Richie and Rufus. That's the name of the show, Zuckerman, Richard, and Rufus. Coming to TV land <laughs> this fall. That's right. Oh, Zuckerman. <laughs> That's our show. That's our show. That was That's a fine a show. show. We launched a new segment. We introduced our new announcer. And uh, in a minute, you're going to hear his outro. Listen to that. Motorcycle. <laughs> we've, oh. we've added a sex doll rapist to the lexicon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. I get very nervous when people use that word. It's a horrible word. We might have to cut it out. No, it's But a it's sex about doll. a sex doll. Yeah. And everybody knows that we don't endorse things like that or think it's funny. But Yeah, poor sex doll. When it involves a sex doll, it kind of is humorous. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and be sure to subscribe. Now, I'm going to take a nap. 